0: welcome to the comics experiment the show right here at twitch.tv slash comic story in that dan me and andy air every thursday at about 3 p.m eastern we then also upload it over here to youtube where you're probably watching this right now every saturday when we filmed an episode and then it goes up to all of your favorite podcast links which dan needs to check to see where it's going but it should be going up to all of your favorite podcast links mm. Typically, I get together with two of my buddies, and we sit down and discuss something going on in the world of comics, something in the philosophy of comics, or we just make a fun list or play a game. It's an experiment about what we're going to do, but it's always featured around the concept of comic books and what is going on in the world of comic books. Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by a couple of our sponsors right here at the Podcast Hut over at the Comic Story and Podcast Network. This is now a hut because this is the stone wall of our podcast hut. There's a forest right there. We are doing this outdoors live
1: yes. in the podcast hut. And we are sponsored by Mint Mobile, where you can go to mintmobile.com slash experiment. Cut your wireless bill down to $15 a month. I'll tell you more about that in the middle of today's episode, as well as honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash experiment. See, it's simple. Same word for both. Get honey for free. Save Dan- money when you shop online. Uh, I will also tell you in the middle of today's episode. And G Fuel. (laughs) Use code COMICS at checkout. Save 10% off your order. As well as our other channel. I'll talk about that more in the middle. But it is
0: Manga Story and has made an official return. Right now we're still uploading some of the older videos. But we did start bringing out new stuff. Solo leveling has come to the channel. The Genshin Impact manga has been recorded. And we are currently in works of getting Chainsaw Man out. Because I am loving Chainsaw Man. It is probably my favorite manga right now. I've also read another right. manga, uh, Level One Demon Lord and L- One Room Hero. Also fun,
1: but both of those come into the channel. <laughs>
0: there you
1: go. I had to think of the name. What is with all these stupid long names? Manga and anime has kind of gone into this direction of what should we name it? Uh, describe it in one full sentence. <laughs> there you and go. as
0: far as our G Fuel sponsor, do check out the new Venom and Carnage flavors. My recommendation is Carnage. That's a plane. My recommendation is Carnage as it tastes like cherry, while Venom has more of a blueberry flavor to it.
1: You you, you do know the two flavors, right? Wait, no, I'm, it's like black ooze and red ooze. No, I know. I'm pretty sure Venom is cherry and Carnage is sour cherry. Oh, I didn't know that. There's black think, ooze and red ooze. I like red ooze. I think. Either <laughs> way, you can save 10% with code COMICS. At now checkout. I want to go get some Venom
0: upstairs. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> <laughs> you did that just so you could say right. I did, right. but I kind of want some G Fuel right now. That's I feel like I'm taking a nap soon.
1: <laughs> How have you been, Dan? We've been gone for a week because of New York Comic Con. I have been good, except from the fact that while we were gone for the week, my knees decided to give out while we we're in New York, walking a con and walking through the city. Dan it, is old now. <laughs> I am. Apparently when you turn 30, literally everything in your body stops working properly. Do you know what happened while we were gone, Dan? DC made a big announcement. Oh, did they, Benny? They did. What was
0: that announcement? Superman is now (gasps) by... Well, thanks for watching.
1: Uh, here's a portal. No.
0: <laughs> no. So uh, we are going to touch on the Superman is by topic, but we're not going to be focusing heavily on that. We're going to explain our opinions on it and how we feel about the actual situation with Superman today. We're then going to be discussing, should it be new characters versus established characters and what's going on with that. And also I've done a bunch of research on uh, manga And its representation of LGBTQ for the purpose of, I've seen a lot of people who want to argue against Superman is by being like, and this is why manga wins. I have a lot of information for you. He does. But I do a want to state as I did when we discussed black actors and topics like that. Mm-hmm. This may be a sensitive topic for some. You may not be interested in it. We will be back to a normal episode next week. But I do enjo- I do implore you to stick around for the ride and enjoy our conversation, I hope. But that's I just I always do those little caveats on more sensitive topics. Yep, some people are. Um, so I want to open up with something interesting, and if I, I, I and to go, go into something first, our opinions on Jonathan Kent is buy. I have no issues with them making Jonathan Kent buy. No. I have issues with the marketing department of DC once again, because of the fact that it wasn't Jonathan Kent is buy. It was Superman is. It bi. wasn't Superboy is buy. It wasn't Superman's son is buy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It, it, like any number of things that could have kind of steered this to be like oh they made a new superhero mm-hmm. they turned him into Superman three issues ago and now they're you're like well Superman is bi and I have gotten multiple comments from people that are like they turned Clark Kent bi they didn't read the article right alright well it's yeah. funny because what it turns into is people who never read comics yep it, jumping on to make this an argument. And I was talking to one of our friends in the YouTube community, Gemman, and he says that's his big problem with this. They said, Superman is bi. Everyone assumes that Clark Kent has now come out of the closet mm-hmm. after, what is it, 40s, so 70 years. He's just, now he's out of the closet. It's not the case. And no. that's part of the problem and it's a marketing ploy which I dislike. Just like when they said Green Lantern is bi all the way back, or Green Lantern is gay mm-hmm. all the way back in 2011. Now, I have a few examples. Uh, John Kent being by, let's go into that real quick. Okay. John Kent being by, I don't feel is a negative thing. A lot of people are like, why are they changing established characters? What well, people don't realize is Jonathan Kent is not Superboy. A lot of people think Jonathan Kent is Connor Kent. or superboy from the 90s those are actually separate characters connor is a different character we also have con l as a superboy and And there's a third one who goes by the name match he's the evil superboy
1: yes if you've been reading uh teen titans academy suicide squad or young justice you will have gotten confused multiple times because they show all three
0: So what I'm saying is like, this is a brand new character. Jonathan Kent was actually introduced in the Convergence event as a fun idea of what happened to the pre-New 52 Superman. Uh, he had a child. They named him Jonathan Kent. Mm-hmm. That proved so popular that in 2016, it got turned into an ongoing series in which he was absorbed into the main continuity. And then that in 2017 turned into being absorbed into the main continuity and he became the normal Superman. They The Superman that is currently in continuity is not the proper continuity Superman. And Superboy is still... Um, is still... Connor and Con L and match they yeah. they they have that name John has actually I I think other than the occasional Super Sons reference never directly referenced as Superboy it's Damien and
1: John yeah Robin and John it's just uh, exactly I mean Damien Wayne is often just referred to as Damien. Very rarely right. Robin these days. Because it's excluding easier to go Damien that, instead of Robin. Exactly. Excluding the fact that he's got a comic called Robin and he's in it. But, but even so.
0: in that, he's not wearing the Robin costume. Yeah, he doesn't go
1: by Robin in that. He goes by but. Damien in
0: that book. Anyway. So, so what ended up happening is 2017, he became normalized as a normal character in the Super Sons books. 2018, those books were canceled. And I don't know when Bendis took over, but that young Jonathan Kent that was introduced was removed from continuity. Mm-hmm. And now we have this older, I think he was 16, 17. When he got went missing, he was 11. Mm-hmm. So now he should be about 16,
1: 17? He, well, he didn't go missing. He go, gets sent to the future to be with the Legion of uh, Superheroes and then comes back and he has aged, right. I believe. Which is still technically in continuity, but... Our timeline's really in continuity. No, but, well, so anyway, <laughs>
0: we have a new version of Jonathan Kent that came back and has become Superman, Yep. and that is the version that is the current Superman, because in current continuity, Superman Clark Kent, as you know him, has a mission off world. Mm-hmm. He's got to do other things with the authority, which is now in continuity, yep. and he's got to go deal with War World, lining up a future state and stuff like that. With him gone, we needed a new Superman on Earth. Jonathan Kent took over the role, and now at issue five, has decided that he has a crush on the guy that he has been chasing. Mm-hmm. He is a hacktivist or something like that, which I guarantee is the plot point. So I wanted to clarify, this Jonathan Kent is a brand new Jonathan Kent. And to add to my research, people that brought up Kathy from back in the day, the little girl oh, that yeah. was next door. John at the time would have been 10 or 11 years old based on the continuity given to us in the Teen Titans comic book when Damien kicked him out and wouldn't let him join, stating his age. Yeah. Do you think that at 10, 11, John knew his sexuality and who he wanted to be with? So I I dismiss Kathy based on young age. Mm -hmm. Then someone hit me up and said, what about deceased in future state? Well, first off, both of those are separate continuities, so they don't count to the main storyline Jonathan Kent. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I did research and cannot find a single actual relationship in either one of those. His yeah. his storyline in Future State was that he was upset that he did not have a relationship like his father had with the Justice League and with Lois and everything. So he didn't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And in Deceased, I can't find anything beyond him in a passing mention to a, a female character that you could have insinuated maybe he had a crush. Right. But uh, the only person who seemingly got a relationship out of that was uh, Damien. Yeah. So there was no relationship in that either way. Also, they they had him come out as bi, not gay. I was gonna say, so like, even if he had a crush on a girl and deceased.
1: <laughs> like uh, that's a
0: fun fact. When you're bi, you're attracted to both. Right. Genders. So it goes either way. So. so what I'm getting at with the discussion on John, the reason I'm okay with what's happening with John, John is a brand new character, and we've never explored relationships with him. Mm-hmm. So for go, everyone has argued, don't use established characters use new characters. They did it this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping they're learning their lesson because we have examples of three situations in the past that were handled poorly. First one, Alan Scott. I was actually gonna ask
1: or bring that one up.
0: Yeah, 2011, Alan Scott came out as gay. It was in reaction. Who are the two X-Men? North Star and... Shatterstar? The chat will tell me in a minute.
1: Yeah, two stars. So
0: a, a time when this was handled inappropriately, Um, In 2011, they reinvented Alan Scott as the Green Lantern, and the Marvel book was making a big deal out of two well-known gay characters getting married finally. It was like a big deal. They had been around for years. They were doing their own thing. It was great. They were going to have a wedding. So Marvel was like, we got the first Green Lantern that's gay. You mean DC said that? DC said they got the first Green Lantern that's gay. And... um, they handle it in a manner of like out of the blue, it just felt forced, literally felt forced, like he was supposed to have a wife or a girlfriend. Right. The boyfriend got murdered in this exact first issue he was introduced. And then it was never mentioned again or referenced or anything outside of the occasional, like, I'm doing this for my boyfriend. That was the gay
1: Green Lantern. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was announced on the heels of the gay wedding. It was. <laughs> I will, I will tag on to that to say. Over time, they have done a good job they of really, like, it. fixing yeah. it, bringing it in. The fact that right now in, uh, I believe it was in one of the recent uh, Justice League or, no, Infinite Frontier, where, like, even the kids are like, we know you're gay. Like, yeah. it's, like, that is a thing that happens in the real world. They're, they're, there yeah, are people doing that it. come out later on in life. Um, But, yes, sorry. I wanted to include that because... Since then, they have done such a good they've job on, they've of They've gone like, back and revisited
0: and the concept. They have, and mm-hmm. they're doing a good job telling an interesting story because you've seen it kind of happen in movies and stuff like that before, but we've never had that story in comic books yeah. with the guy who was married for so long, has the kids, now has a boyfriend. Um, so they are fixing that. I don't think they've gone much into it outside of the actual coming out, but that was it. I, don't, I haven't seen them come back yet, or the kids.
1: In Infinite Frontier, they were a very big okay. plot point because... Uh, Alan and his son were trying to find their daughter.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: you're and right. Okay. So um, another bad example of this, and this
0: one's been lambasted in the internet, was uh, Iceman. Yes. Ben does <clears throat> had Jean Grey out Iceman. That, he didn't even come out. Yeah. That, <laughs> that
1: one. That one was pretty bad, and that one got a lot of flack because of the fact that Jean Grey outed him, and yeah. it became more of a no, what like. That's a you let someone come out of the closet when they are ready, when they are ready to announce that and tell people you don't have someone else go, I read your mind. I know your sexuality. Let me tell you (laughs) that was that one got lambasted for the way that one was handled. Yeah. But that was another
0: established character getting his sexuality changed. Mm -hmm. And at least with the Alan Scott thing, it was a quick change. But the relationship wasn't the plot of Earth 2. So it just moved on until uh, chat reminded me that the the boyfriend came back as the avatar of the green. But even that really wasn't
1: handled in like, oh, we're dating. It was just kind of like, nah. It was more of one of those, I recognize who you are and we have a connection so that I'm going to try and reach that part of you, even though you're kind of someone else now. And, uh, And then Iceman was a big deal.
0: And then another one that was kind of like, oh, this feels like it was kind of forced onto it was actually recent was the Robin is by. Yes, Tim Drake. Tim Drake is bi. I actually didn't mind the way they handled the Tim Drake situation, mm-hmm. but I can see the argument against changing an established character who has an established girlfriend, who
1: has recently been trying to get back with that girlfriend, right. to now being changed to being a bi character. I I will say I am glad that they're going in the direction of saying that they're bi as opposed to just saying that they are gay on the established characters. Right. And I'm going to say that because of the fact that that's that's fine. You can be bi, date one gender for the majority of your life, and then date the other gender, or your same gender, and still be bi. Like, that. that's not so much of a, you're truly changing it, it's more of a, we've just not really explored that side. Because you have had these relationships. Right. Just because I... you are in a uh, heterosexual relationship, or a homosexual relationship, Just because you're in one doesn't make you in the lane of you're straight or you are gay, you're bi. And just right now you're in a...
0: I do think it was an interesting way to handle the Tim Drake situation. Um, But it does play into our main discussion of today. Yes. In which we wanted to discuss using an established character versus creating a new character to do this. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the arguments I like to see a lot of times is, oh, DC has an agenda. I actually don't think they have an agenda at all. I think people are writing what they know and DC's hiring writers that want to tell those stories. Yeah. Uh, in contrast to this, and we can dive a little bit more into it a little bit later, but I want to have our first conversation like people like to say things like, "Oh, Manga is uh, doesn't do this." So Manga is why that's is why Manga is winning. They don't want to tell these stories. They don't want to tell those stories. So I actually did a little bit of research on that. Like I said when I get bored, I do a lot of research on the topics. Yeah, Betty's uh, version of a little bit of research is about 4 hours or so. <laughs> So I was curious, how does manga handle the LGBTQ community? And why don't you see My Hero Academia and any of these, right, like, uh, Attack on Titan? Uh, you know, Dragon Ball's his own thing. But I don't, even, I don't even consider Dragon Ball anime at this point. It's like its own It surpasses everything. Like, <laughs> um, but I was looking at it, and I'm like, it's, it's the same thing. Like, DC's hiring a writer that wants to tell a story. And if that story is Tim coming out as bi... Maybe they should have made a new character. Maybe they should have used a different character. Tim has an historical history with Stephanie. And we'll discuss that more in the minute. But that was the story the writer wanted to tell. Maybe that writer has their own agenda of getting it out there. But I don't see any out like it's not like DC across the board is trying to suddenly become an LGBTQ brand. They're mm-hmm. not. It's not like we don't have a we don't have Batman coming out right now or anything like that. They're telling new stories. But in manga, I looked into it a little bit more. Part of the reason you don't see manga characters having the same kind of thing a lot of the popular manga to begin with is known as shonen and if you don't know what shonen is it's anna it's manga and anime aimed towards the age brackets of depending on where you look i've seen anywhere from 10 to 15 i've seen 10 to 20 i've seen tw- uh, 12 to 25 but it's like you no know, let's just increase it to 30 so i'm still within the range because i
1: love <laughs> shonen so
0: and, a, and the core idea of a shonen is not relationships. The core idea of a shonen is more about fighting and action and things like that. I love My Hero Academia, but I love My Hero Academia because for every episode we have that's like, oh, all the kids are at the pool discussing things, we then have like five of a fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's not just yelling for four of them.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, Dragon Ball is not a manga know, or anime. It is its own thing.
1: I know. That's why I, yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, but if you look into the history of, uh, LGBTQ representation within manga, there actually is two subgenres and I don't pronounce them properly, but it's like yaoi and a, and a
1: Yowa, uh, it's Y-A-O-A and then like another one, depending yes, on what your relationship it is. However, those ones I believe are, aren't those fan fictions where they, no, those, oh, so those are
0: slice of life. Okay. The intention of being aimed at gay and lesbian
1: relationships. Okay. Okay, but there are obviously people that create fan fictions yes. in that time because I first uh, knew of Yaoi because of uh, South Park. Yeah, yeah. Fig- uh, it, it, I mean, you get fan
0: fictions across the board on everything. Obviously, yes. Um, and I then looked into what is the LGBTQ representation within Shonen because that's what everyone wants to watch. They mm-hmm. want to watch people punching each other. Uh, it has existed as early as the 1960s it's just normalized in Japan they that it care. might exist. I, I I am not gonna pretend to know all of the laws over there in Japan on all of this stuff, mm-hmm. but I did briefly look at them over and it's pretty much normalized. You don't, you got, you got old hats, but either way, it's a normalized situation. While in America, up until the early 2000s, LGBTQ was getting, you know, oh, it's bad, it's evil, the very Christian cultures of America.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anime and manga, When they tried to do relationships, like Sailor Moon had a trans person involved in the show. Sailor Uh,
1: Moon was very progressive. Hard Captor Sakura
0: had a lesbian relationship. Mm -hmm. They were told to remove them. They were all told to remove. They were all told to be lined up to be what America wants. Mm -hmm. So that lasted all the way up with censorship up until about the 2000s. And then they just stopped making things so that they could get it in America. Like if you're told you can't do it, and that's you got to remove it for America. Yeah. So that's where a lot of that comes in. It's not that they're not doing them; you're just unaware of them because they're they were removing them for so long. So it's not a situation of mangas winning because of that. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the main topic here. Yes. The main topic being an established character like Tim Drake coming out as bi, versus making a brand new character in the last five years, taking him on his own journey, and now we're exploring his relationships. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so my personal opinion uh, on all of this is that, honestly, when it truly comes down to it, I don't care about sexuality in my comic books. I don't care. I either. I really don't. However, I will say that I wasn't a fan of when they did it with Iceman, for example. I'm going to use that as my established okay. character Cause that, we, we,
0: everyone knows that was handled very inappropriately. It
1: it was not handled. If anything was going
0: to feel forced. Yes, It's literally having one character tell another, you're gay, because we need a gay person on the
1: team. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But this is like,
0: I don't have any gay characters I'm writing. Iceman's gay now.
1: <laughs> so basically, uh, the fact that they did that, yes, it was done poorly, but when it came down to it, I didn't care that he was gay. My problem came out of that when they came out with the Iceman story that was focused around him being gay. Now, I guess that's so much, I shouldn't say my problem with, because it was more a, that's not what I wanted to read. I like, like I was saying, the shonen. I like action. Yeah. I, when I, I, I like read comics. my comics, I do tend to go towards the action. I feel like a big difference that you brought up that I connected was comics versus manga is very, very... Manga has very specific genres and I feel like comics are a little more fluid about them yeah. and I feel like a lot of people run into the problem of When the sexuality does come out in the comic that you read for the fights and the action has now focused a lot more on the slice of life and it's just a it feels more forced because You weren't expecting it. Exactly. Like I honestly, even if it was a heterosexual relationship that they started going into that, I'm like, that's not what I'm reading this for.
0: Well, a a great example of this situation. And actually this is one of the, one of the things I think is the negative about the marketing going crazy about this. Mm -hmm. I don't see this boyfriend being around for like five issues.
1: And even if he's here longer, I, don't think, well, I was going to say like, because
0: comic okay. books don't do relationships. There's no. two, there's three. I'll give you three, but I don't even count the third one, really. There are three prominent relationships in comic books that have survived the stand,
1: the stand of time Superman and Lois. Yep. I know. And Lois
0: th- gets her own book and she gets treated
1: as a character separate. Yep. Um, I honestly don't know. See if you can think know. of the other two. I know that the one that you put on there that you're like, I don't know, is probably the Batman Catwoman because nope. of the fact that.
0: No, because the the wedding is the first time they actually did something together as a relationship, as opposed to smiling. No, 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 they don't go on dates and stuff, even in the Earth 2 books. I get, oh, you're talking like showing it. We've seen the okay. relationship, okay. and the relationship is an important part of the story since the Dawn of Time. There's two um, others. Hal Jordan and Carol Ferris? Nope. Carol Ferris never shows up, and and Jeff Johns made her a separate character recently. Yes. But Carol Ferris has been around since the creation of Hal, Hal Jordan. Okay. And when was the last time you even saw her show up? I don't know. I don't see if you can guess these. Are they both DC or? Yep, they're both DC. Okay. No, one's D- one's Marvel,
1: one's DC. One's Marvel, one's DC. Think Marvel. Who would be the big relationship of Marvel? Marvel. Are they still together? Yep. Well, kind of. Oh, now. yeah. Obviously, it's it's uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mary Jane has had her own comic books, her own adventures, mm-hmm. even became a superhero temporarily. So who is the third one that I don't even truly consider? Because and the reason I don't consider them is they okay. are truly separate characters that the story organically brought together. So they have had their own stories, their own books, their own things. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: I. So I don't consider them a comic
1: book that created a relationship and then followed it. Had a TV show. Is it? Oh, I'm going to say Dick Grayson and Starfire? Nope. Oh.
0: Because they never, as far as I know, never actually got together outside of like, oh, we slept together
1: once. They they did for a short while there. Chat got it easy <laughs> when I said the show, this show. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, looking at it. Black Canary and uh, Green, Arrow. Green yeah. Arrow. Yeah, That's the
0: third one. And I don't truly really consider it because Black Canary's always been a superhero. She was the Birds of Prey. Yeah. She's done her own thing. She had her own storyline. And then Green Arrow was his own. And they just kind of came. In fact,
1: it. the fact that I didn't immediately think of it because my head looks at them as separate characters that I will give you Viscera in our chat of Scott and Jean.
0: I'll give you that one. I didn't think of them because Jean has been dead for so long. That And I <laughs> guess
1: that one's more of a thruple deal with well, that's uh, just, that's Scott, Jean yeah. and, and no, the Scott, Jean and Logan, that oh, yeah, this love triangle yeah. has been around for I'll a very give you that long. one
0: though cuz Gene and Scott and, and Wolverine have been doing that for a while. I just mm-hmm. I don't think of Gene cuz I'm not the world's biggest X-Men fan. That's so I'll right. give you 4. Four relationships that are, are important. People like to bring up what about uh Wally uh, uh, Barry and Iris. Iris never shows up. Iris shows up for a 3 issue arc yep. where Barry and Iris are running around the world and then you don't hear from Iris. Wally yeah, and Linda. Linda one. is important to Wally, but Linda's never in the story. Yeah. <laughs> Wally goes, I got to get back to Linda and the kids, and we don't even see what Linda and the kids are doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other ones, and all the ones that I can think of are very short term ones. Short term relationships. They've yeah. not
0: survived 60 years of comic books. Mm-mm. Mary Jane and Peter Parker have. Yep. Superman and Lois have. Green Arrow and Dinah have been together since they got together. And I'll give you Gene and Scott because since they were introduced, they were always kind of a, yeah. a, a an interpersonal relationship. So there was at least always something there, whether it was
1: tension or. All right. They were all right. In Chad's a giving me a fifth one
0: that I, I don't even follow Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. But the first family, duh, okay. Yes.
1: But the point I'm making well, actually, in general.
0: Actually, what
1: I'm not sure if I would consider that because at the end of the day, I consider that the Fantastic Four pretty much just one superhero. Like, I do I because do, they don't, you don't have an invisible woman comic and a Mr. Fantastic comic, and I think that's more what we're trying to get at. Is that
0: well, but, but what I'm saying is, even at the end of the day, even if we add in Gene and Gene mm-hmm. uh, and Scott, and we add in Reed and Sue, we still have one hand where the relationships that us and our chat were able to come up with. Yeah, that have actually survived the test of time. That's why I don't consider this John thing to be an issue, because he's a new character. He doesn't have any prior relationships. This is going to be his first relationship, and the chances of the hacktivist sticking around are pretty slim. <laughs>
1: and, yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's... Would you consider much, yeah. Betty and the Hulk... I don't know if I can say, we might get off of one hand if you consider that. uh,
0: I I wouldn't. Well, no, because she hates his guts because he constantly kills her.
1: (laughs) That and she's never really been her own thing. She shows up because of the Hulk. Yeah. Like she's always related to the Hulk or Hulk adjacent due to when she becomes Harpy, I think.
0: Yeah. No, that's basically it. Because the characters Um. that I do think about like Mary Jane and Lois, they've gotten their own books. They've gotten their own fan base. Mm -hmm. You can get a merchandise that is only them. Yep. I mean, there's a book called Mary Jane Loves Peter Parker. Like, <laughs> that is the book. Yeah. There's a Mary Jane comic where I mean, she's just a superstar doing her own thing, and there's a Lois Lane book that no one read that Bendis wrote where she's a reporter doing her thing. Yeah, <laughs> but she's had many more just before that. that one. Another constant thing that I like that people like to bring up about the buy thing is that oh, we didn't naturally see John Geiger. We did. We've yeah. naturally seen John and the Bendis storyline disappear and come back, explore being a Superboy, become a Superman. And the whole Tom Taylor book is based on
1: his exploration of who he is yeah. as Superman and in his relationships. Like that is that is the entire purpose of the current uh, Superman son of Kal-El story is this is the establishing of the character. This is where we're getting the kind of who does he wanna be in a relationship in? And I bet we'll probably focus in towards the end of this of can he have a relationship and be Superman? I, yeah. Like that's gonna be a big well, plot Well, they've already explored because that because his uh, secret identity's thrown out. He couldn't keep the secret identity long enough to actually go to school. Exactly, like there, there's a lot of things like that that this entire story is, we're laying the groundwork for our new Superman where he is, all of that stuff. And it wasn't even just a, they show up and he's like, huh, I'm attracted to you. It was more of a, you saw the right. growth between them and him being like, wait a minute. Now
0: to go with the point of our topic. So this isn't just a, you know, fighting for the fight for John kind right. of the point of our topic here. Uh, Going back to the Tim situation, I don't like the way the Tim situation was handed because Tim's last appearance was that he was going to run off with Stephanie. Yes. And this book introduced in a three-issue arc that only spanned six pages per issue. So this is the equivalent of one issue of Tim Drake's Mm storyline. Oh, Stephanie's gone. We're having an argument. And this is a buddy I haven't talked to in a while. And I think I'm into him. Mm -mm. Now, that's not necessarily bad, but this goes back to the idea of taking an established character. John has had five years of growing up in front of the audience. He's gone from 11 to 16. He's gone through his adventures as Superman. We've heard all of the stuff he was doing. He's discovered what his Superman is Mm -hmm. and is now discovering what his uh, link to humanity is because that's the whole point of of Superman having Lois. She's the link to humanity. That's proven an injustice. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It doesn't end well. No.
0: <laughs> so this is John over the course of five years discovering what his Superman is and what his link to humanity is. While Tim's storyline is me and my girlfriend had a fight. You're looking pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that happens. That does happen in real life. I know guys that are by and will do that. Do you want that in your established character though, Dan?
1: Uh, so Tim Drake's been around since the 80s, I believe. Yeah, so Tim Drake's head, been so. around for the 80, since the 80s. The last main time we saw him kind of by himself doing things was in Detective Comics, like you were saying, uh, where he almost died because he was gonna go to college with Stephanie. Yeah. And I believe uh, Mr. Oz took no, him they, through a portal.
0: No. Today's podcast is sponsored by Mint Mobile. After years of getting ripped off by big wireless providers and tons of fine print contracts, it's time to say enough and get a phone plan that saves money without sacrificing quality. Well, Mint Mobile is just that thing. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month, and that's it. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. I've been using Mint Mobile for my work phone and it's been great, no downgrading quality or service, only an upgrade in the money that I'm saving. I really do recommend it. You can even use your own phone with a Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number. If you aren't completely satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guaranteed. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com experiment. That's mintmobile.com experiment. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com experiment. Today's podcast is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension that is designed to save you money. Honey automatically scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones that it finds to your cart to save you money. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Honey has helped 17 million members save more than $2 billion. Just click the apply coupons button on the extension at checkout and watch the savings roll in. I've been using Honey every time that I shop online. Honey helped me save on my recent Walmart order by getting me free shipping. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on free savings. It's literally free and it installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash experiment. That's at joinhoney.com slash experiment. Thanks, honey, for supporting today's episode.
1: Close the portal from the very impromptu ad, uh, adverse. I was actually saying he actually came back in into Young Justice. Yes, I was actually <laughs> gonna... Remember
0: when he decided
1: on Drake? <laughs> I was actually, after I said it, I was like, that would have worked way better because they go through portals all the time in Young Justice. <laughs> but I think that was my problem with the Tim Drake one is... With John, we saw the growth. With yeah. a lot of the other ones, we saw the growth. This one felt forced because of the fact that we didn't really see we didn't see much about the resolution of Tim and Stephanie. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's I read Young that. Justice
0: up to the ending and there may have been something in another book. But Tim and Stephanie were supposed to be going off and doing their own thing now. Mm-hmm. And now I believe Stephanie's coming back as a bat girl, so maybe that'll explore where what happened. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, no, we didn't get anything. It just went from, oh, Tim and Stephanie are happy. Oh, they're not happy. Tim's confused. Oh, hey, a guy. He likes a guy. (laughs) Honestly, like
1: it it wasn't really even the... like Even if he went to another girl or something like that, I still would have had a little bit of a problem. And that's just because of the fact that we didn't get the resolution we wanted between him and Stephanie. If they had just simply resolved that then moved on i think i would be in a different boat with this one and see, because it's not the sexuality that bugs me it's just the the way we that didn't naturally they get to the next relationship exactly like it's the when things are natural because if they had resolved that and he had been like this was a very good friend from college you could even say that's not forced and that's natural that back then He was confused. He wasn't sure if he was into his friend. And now with all of the stuff happening with his friend again, those feelings are being brought up. And he's going, wow, I do care about you a lot more than I originally thought. Yeah. But like I said, because these Stephanie and Tim Drake was kind of just, oh, there it goes. Now we're going into a new relationship. I think that was my biggest problem uh, with that because...
0: As an established character, I think this is what the issue with Tim is because everyone had so John coming out and being by. Mm-hmm. If, if the the problem with that and the reason why it's blowing up is one, the super John fans wanted him to be with a Lois Lane type character. We should say the problem some people have with that. Okay, good, good. Well, um, yeah, but the actual problem,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this is an actual problem. Yes, I, I I just want to specify that we don't think <laughs>
1: that it is a problem. No, no, obviously. this one I do think is yes. a problem.
0: Okay, DC's marketing team. Now, they wanted it to be Superman is by. Just like they wanted to ruin the announcement for Batman and Catwoman's wedding. Just like they really wanted Robin is by instead of Tim Drake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and, and what makes that one even more confusing is Tim Drake is a main character in the Titan show and has never once been called Robin.
1: He's Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so you could have easily said Tim Drake. I, I'm going to say actually that's not a problem. That's marketing genius. Because that's clickbait. That's we. I hate to well, say yeah, it. yeah. Like well, you're running. You're running. running I mean, Sunday. we're going to do
0: it here. We're going to the show "Superman Is by
1: Exactly. Because
0: DC did it. <laughs> but see, the that's issue, th- but the issue is that is they're running off of the idea that any news is good news. Good, bad. People are talking about Superman. Yes. Any publicity is good publicity. Right. But what we've seen time and time again is this is going to create a giant backlash. Twitter is going to go crazy. People are going to talk about it, and sales of Superman are not going to go up. Now, if this worked and got sales of Superman, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's genius. Because they get you to go in because you you're hate buying the comic. And then you went, oh, it's John. And then you were curious and read it all.
1: Because that's That would be great from a marketing standpoint, but it doesn't work. Because the reason why I see it as genius from a marketing standpoint is, one, it gets Superman back in the news. Because Superman's kind of... Been falling out unless you're talking about the Henry Cavill Superman. Besides that, you don't really hear about Superman. So making John Kent Superman, then doing this, then announcing Superman is by, is a double marketing tactic. It makes people look into it, but it also makes a lot of people go, wait a second, assuming they do look into it, go, there's a new Superman. So it's both publicity for announcing we have a new Superman, it's Jonathan Kent, as well as- But wouldn't it have been easier to promote this as new Superman is by"? People wouldn't care.
0: But it's more accurate. Because ma- like see, see, here's where, this goes back to my manga research. Mm-hmm. If two characters inside of My Hero Academia decided they were gonna be in a lesbian or gay relationship, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see it anywhere. Because they're not trying to get you with this quick Twitter placate the masses marketing Mm. that's what their dc is trying to do right now which irritates me because they want the words superman is by to be blasted out there so twitter's talking about it tumblr's talking about it instagram's talking about it people are making hate videos i think so (laughs) but they want everyone talking about it and that's and they don't care if it's good or bad they don't care if the crazy alt-rights are talking about it or the crazy leftists are talking about it they want to talk about it because they have it in their head it's going to boost sales. But time and time again, this kind of shock marketing mm-hmm. has b- maintained. It's not increased or decreased. You might get one issue booms a little bit, but it doesn't do anything. No, This is not going to get people to stop reading Superman and this is not going to get people to get Superman is okay. the problem. Okay. And manga doesn't care when they decide to do something a little more out there. You don't see hashtag... Dragon Ball party's over, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, but DC Marvel, I don't know if it's because America's only been more recently, more just generally accepting of uh, 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 LGBTQ community, or if it's because they just want whatever they can to get you saying the word Superman. Yeah, I don't know why did they spoil
1: the batman catwoman
0: wedding they wanted you talking
1: about it and see i will say that is one big a big problem with both like a lot of dc marketing they spoil their own things before they come out i will say that is one of my biggest biggest like dc what the hell kind of thing um but i mean that's kind of a different a different bit of a topic there but, I mean, I, I will I, say... I, I want to clarify one thing real fast because okay. Chad's saying that the My Hero
0: Academia fan base exploded with hatred when there when there was a mistranslated line that had two of the guys
1: together. I, that's mistranslation, though.
0: Well, not even just that. That didn't even hit my radar. I didn't even know what happened. I don't Wait, know what the two characters yeah, are. Yeah,
1: hold on. What are we talking about?
0: Exactly. The point I'm making is you can easily circle surround yourself with people who agree or have the same issues you do. But the difference here is the My Hero Academia situation that Dan and I don't even know about, and Chad will probably tell us who the two characters are in a second. Um,
1: The only sexual, like any relationship or sexuality in that I can think of is the kid with the balls on his head and the fact that he's the pervert of the show. Right. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that didn't hit mainstream. That's the difference. Yeah. Because
0: Dan and I, we are My Hero Academia fans. I own the manga collection. I'm catching up on the anime, but I've read the manga. We ran manga story and, and I was a lot farther than I thought I was. Because <laughs> I'm still in sections on the anime where I'm like, I remember reading that part. <laughs> uh, but it didn't even hit our radar. Yeah. But they want Superman to be in the mainstream media. They I want force news...
1: into our radar. Right.
0: They want news outlets to be like, Superman is by. Mm-hmm. If you weren't even following comics, that hit out there and hit the spectrum. And people that have never read comics were, were giving their opinion on this idea. One yeah. of the most infamous most ones recently- How dare they do that with Clark Kent? Because they didn't read right. the article. Dean Kane came out with his opinions on it. And I really doubt he's reading current Superman.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I can't even connect a name to a face with Dean Cain.
0: Uh, Eraserhead and Mike and Bakugo and Kama, Kaminori.
1: Apparently there was a mistranslation that they were together. I guess I could see the eraser head and uh Mike. But that seemed more of a bromance than anything.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of people like to confuse bromances as yeah. I gay mean, anyway, I uh, yeah. like But the point is, the those. point I'm making here is oh. you don't see about it unless you are in that fandom to that degree. Yeah. Like case in point, how many of you guys know about the recent issues that were going on in Genshin? Exactly. But I play Genshin every day. I know all about how their ratings got tanked down to a one star and they were getting blasted by the fan base. Uh, yep. Did you know that right now? I, mean,
1: I even follow some of the Genshin stuff because I was huge in, in, into it when it first came out. I didn't hear of any of that section. Did you also
0: know that there's currently potentially a problem with feminine men be, ha, for, might maybe having to be removed from Genshin due to new laws in China and lesbian relationships being removed from Honkai? Potentially due to new laws being passed. Oh. See, this is what I'm, ta- this is what I'm talking about there. Huh? I'm aware of this stuff because I'm following it, but you are not. <laughs> I'm and sure there, someone in the chat's like, I was following I mean, that. Oh my
1: gosh, this is my <laughs> jam. I knew all of this. Yeah.
0: It was the guy that wrote the article. No. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but Genshin's uh, anniversary event was terrible. And so the fan base decided to blast them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and brought their rating all the way down to one star. That's impressive because that yep. was a high-rated game. That play. was, but that's what I'm okay. saying. That's the point I'm making. Genshin yeah. isn't gonna hit the mainstream no matter how popular Genshin
1: Impact is. Okay, I guess I guess from a marketing standpoint, I will say marketing-wise to increase and boost sales, no, it was not done well. Publicity-wise to get Superman's name in like, common knowledge, common news, common conversations, Yes, I would say that they succeeded there. But I will, I, I will. after hearing your explanation, I do see a bit more behind that. I but am actually surprised neither down, one of us even knew about the Bakugo thing, though. Yeah, that's... Because <laughs> you really do follow my hero. Yeah, I, that actually is very <laughs> shocking to me that I somehow missed that. But I think when it comes down to it, the actual making of Jonathan Kent as bisexual, there is nothing wrong with that. Like, right, that's what it comes down to. But I, I am starting to see a little bit more of your side of the argument in terms of... The, the marketing the, problem? The marketing problem with it. Yeah. Mostly because it does not boost the sales. In fact, uh, I, I think if that should have been s- obvious from the wedding. The fact that you ruined the comic. <laughs> if this boosts anyway. sales, this will be the first incident in
0: which it actually worked. Yeah. Like, it, I... Because everyone's like, oh, I think DC has an agenda, and the whole alt right wing wants to argue like, my God, they're trying to turn everyone gay. The only thing that they're trying to do, and if you read the interview with Tom Taylor, he's exploring this with John because one, it's a it's a, an idea that hasn't been explored before, no, and two, he's just trying to make it more mainstream. Uh, I brought this up because I actually asked the opinion since you and I are not gay, no, nope. or by we don't we don't identify, so we don't deal with this We're more <laughs> Dan discovered that term 10 minutes before the I, show. I, I didn't discover. I was reminded that
1: it is a thing. And yes. Yeah.
0: So I, ask, I asked a few people who I do chat with frequently who are more involved in that community and I asked their opinion. Do they consider this a situation in which DC is trying to state that Superman is bi and using the LGBT community as a way to boost sales?
1: Kind, kind of... I would like in a manipulation of a certain demographic.
0: Yes. They're trying to get everyone to be, Oh, I got to raise Superman. He's pie. He's just like me. Yeah. So, a lot of the responses were pretty much around the same concept, but one of my friends worded it very good. It's why I have his pulled up. Okay. So, I wanted to read his. So, I asked him this, and uh, what I asked him initially, just so you have my exact wording, was, do you feel things like Superman is by is a marketing tactic to use the LGBT community as a marketing ploy? Or do you think more visibility is more important than the company's intention? Okay. And then I had to explain what was going on, because he had no idea. That's right. <laughs> like, I don't even read comics, He's like, man. Wait. <laughs> I think his exact response was, Z- Daddy Superman is by Clark-, Clark can't do me. <laughs> oh my God. So I had to okay. explain what was happening. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> all right, all right. So here's his actual response to the topic once I explained the situation. I mean, I don't really know how building these stories and what canon works. He's not a comic book reader. Like who pushes the idea and who gets the final say and who writes it exactly. Anything from a corporation looking to make money feels like marketing, but it doesn't mean other benefits don't come with it. I can imagine being a closeted little gay kid in a small town and seeing the Superman kissing another guy and being like, wow, maybe I'm not a freak. Or maybe some other kid seeing it and thinking twice about being a... Twice about calling things gay as a derogatory remark. Obviously, this is very idealistic, but I think normalizing human nature is a very good thing. Some people are gay or bi or pan or whatever, but it's
1: just normal. That is. That's his wording. It, that correct. is very well said. That yeah. like because that is, that is very very correct. Like seeing that out there and seeing it with such a prominent name. Yeah. And having it be such a well-known character, that really does kind of put it more in the face of, that's normal. Like, that really is normal. Because Fun Fact Guys, that's normal. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this isn't like an uncommon thing. So I actually... I, do I know this person? Benji. Oh, it's Benji. Yeah, <laughs> Benji said that. Yeah, we were playing. Okay. We were playing Back for Blood the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. I, that's. I did not know Benji could speak so well. <laughs> he, he doesn't sound he's like it cool we we're guy. running from zombies. <laughs> he, he's a very very cool guy, but that's very well said because the representation and I I I like what he said of even though sometimes it may feel like it's forced or forced marketing or anything like that, it doesn't mean that good things can't come from it. And I think that's a very well, a very good thing to say because yes, like even if the marketing team did try to exploit it, good can come from it and right. I'm, I'm actually really glad you asked him and that he said that because that's i asked his permission before i scene. put
0: that up there don't worry if you talk to me in dms i'm not just going to put you on blast on a yeah. podcast out there i was like are you cool if i mentioned right, let me talk about this person more what <laughs> just... unless you're undead king taz i'll talk about you all day you annoy the hell out of me anyway <laughs> or Tevya, you too anyway <laughs> i love all of my fans yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point I think we're getting to, and the whole point mm-hmm. of this discussion here is, is Tim handled incorrectly versus John. Yes, I do think that is it. I don't think we can't have a solid story. The Tim Drake storyline—he was just being Robin the whole time. Mm-hmm. His, his the entire point of that storyline was: who is he without Batman, without Stephanie, without a Robin? He's just a solo guy. Can he be as good as Batman? And I think Bernard. I'm trying to think this whole time who that guy's name was. And Bernard helped him in the fight. Right. Making him realize maybe he could use a Robin. But then he decided maybe he's got some feelings for Bernard. Yeah. I feel like it was, I feel like the part that makes the Tim situation a little bit, have a, I guess a worse taste in your mouth is that Tim's been around for 30 years. You've come to expect what you think tim should be doing mm-hmm. and every fan has an idea of what tim should be doing they all want him with stephanie they all want him on the Teen titans they all want him to be red robin they all want him to be back in kingdom come mm-hmm. there's a version of of tim for everyone yeah and now they've created a bi version of tim for individuals who want to identify as bi and have a superhero to look up to but the problem with that is we have 30 years of history with tim so everyone has an idea of what tim should be period
1: I, I like, I, I'm glad, like, all of this, is, like, I'm hearing all the different angles, because I think, I think one of the biggest things about all of this, I, I, I no longer think it's really about new versus established. I think it's how it's handled. Yeah. Because of the fact that. That's why when you brought I this really, up, I thought it was a good topic. Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, like Alan Scott, when it was first done, yes, it was handled poorly, but. I really like Alan Scott as a gay character. Like, I think that works very well for his character. I really like that in, like, everything around that. To this Uh, day, I don't... I'm not a big fan of the X-Men. I just like how they handled
0: Iceman. Because even when he met his older self, it was like, wait, you're gay? But you're not gay?
1: Now you're just... What's even happening? Exactly. (laughs) It it really is all about handling it and making it... it, it Just simply handling it. Yeah. I'm, I'm... I really like this conversation. I think they, I was, a, I won't lie, I was a little nervous of where this might be. I always go. get nervous whenever we touch a political thing. For anybody who ever yeah. wonders where my political
0: leanings are, honestly, neither. Uh, no. Where <laughs> are they? They're not on this channel. No, I'm scared. No, I don't I, say, I don't I discuss pol- political things because I agree with some of the right and I agree with some of the left. And I don't consider myself an extremist in either direction, mm-hmm. and I stay out of most of the fights. Yeah. Just in general, because I, I, I'm i very middle ground. You, you can call it sitting on the fence all you want. That's fine. But I agree with parts of both parties. Yeah. So that's what it comes down to for me. And that's why when you brought up this conversation, we get we get a little iffy on the political stuff because Weep. everyone has an opinion on political or uh, representation or things like that. And we're just two white guys
1: in a Colorado. <laughs> exactly. It's very hard to talk about certain topics that do need to be talked about when you are not in that demographic. Yes.
0: So my verdict in the situation is or I feel like Alan Scott redeemed. was handled very inappropriately at first, mm-hmm. where they just said, Hey, he's gay. We need we need a gay superhero. That was
1: very well redeemed. It and was is a great status. Iceman, I
0: don't think they just kinda got rid of that as ever happening. <laughs> Yeah, I think they don't even reference it anymore.
1: Well, I think I think them getting that out of the window was when they were like, "Hey Hickman, just put massive orgies on the like on the island. <laughs> Everyone's gay. literally everyone <laughs> like have fun with it. The them. islands have sex in X Men now. Yeah, that 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 was that
0: yes, that was the thing that happened. <laughs> um, and then, but then things like. Uh, you know, the Tim Drake, I feel it like could have been handled better. Mm-hmm. And I, I think established characters shouldn't be used in that manner. Not because I disagree with Tim becoming bi, just you're you're literally walking into a minefield. Like if you if they were to come out tomorrow and be like, the new Batman is gay, you're walking into a minefield because Batman has 80 years of history. I think he just had a 75 or 80 year anniversary. Something like that. Everyone has an idea of what he should be. That's the problem with Batman movies.
1: This is a totally different topic. Actually, I will say right now, saying the new Batman is gay works because they're establishing the new Batman. Yeah, Jace. Yeah, yeah. like that would be fine. The if black they were Batman, like, but yeah. they're
0: keeping Batman around, just like they're keeping Superman around. This actually goes back all the way to this. The problem with established characters versus characters you don't know about is actually a uh, DCEU versus MCU argument.
1: Okay. How, uh, how, how are you I <laughs> wanted to see if you were going to... I thought you were going to continue. I am, continues. I am. So
0: everyone hates for Man. There's people that hate and love Man of Steel. There's people okay. that hate and love Batman versus Superman. I love that Man hate, of Steel. For the there's record. people that hate Justice League, and there's people that people that hate and love Justice League, and people who hate and love Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. And the core issue that I always see when I when I watch reviews of these is that's not how Batman would have been handled. He wouldn't use a gun. That's not how Superman would have been handled. He would have saved his father. Everyone has an idea of how these superheroes should be handled. Yeah, the MCU is doing so well because not only do they make good movies, not only do they like that all helps one hundred percent. Definitely helps. But they kicked off a superheroes that very few people gave a shit about. Mm. Iron Man. If you go back into the interviews, they've notoriously said no one knew Iron Man was a guy in a suit. People thought he was a robot. Captain America. No one read Captain America. And yes, I know there are those, those fans that were around, but like, look at the superheroes not they talk used. About
1: you, Tom.
0: They used Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor as the Trinity, their, their initial guys. Yes. And while there was fans, and there were people that had an expectation of them, and those are the ones that don't like the MCU, mm-hmm. that fan base that liked the movies is so much louder and agrees with the movies. And it's, the problem with Batman and Superman is that they've been around too long. You can't do anything without somebody
1: disagreeing. You know, it's actually very funny you bring that up because it. it you can even translate that beyond The fact of people kind of know thor a lot more from the mcu and when god of war came out with their version of thor there was a lot of backlash because people were like that's not what i expect from thor i expect blonde buff all of this stuff whereas god of war is a very accurate depiction of what thor is in actual norse mythology but people have grown, become. Into you get an that expectation. Mindset. The longer yeah.
0: something's been around, the lo- more expectations they're going to it's be. It's your your own canon for what these characters yeah. are and what they should be. And that's what's happening with Tim Drake versus John. Mm-hmm. When they say Superman is by, everyone's freaking out. But if they had said Superman's son is by, a lot of people would have been like, "Wait, Superman had a son?" Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> would have been like,
0: "Oh, John." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's old enough to know these kind of things now. No. <laughs> Um, and I guess to really end the topic, the part of the reason I don't care mm-hmm. about most of the relationships in comics, be it gay, straight, you know, lesbian orgies. I mean, whatever's going on in X-Men right now. Sorry, sure. it, It's, it's, I it's, know. I know. In, it's, I know. X-Men. <laughs> islands are banging. <laughs> islands, whole islands. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, the reason I don't care about any of this is 99% of the time it's not even used for anything other than to establish some relatability to a character. It's used as this is the 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 girlfriend, the boyfriend. It doesn't matter because they never show up. Yeah. They never pop up. They never become a thing. The hacktivist is probably going to be important for Tom Taylor's initial story, middle arc, and he'll probably be gone my
1: estimation by issue 15. I will say though, even if he keeps him around and like this is the future of Jonathan Kent, There's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't anything
0: wrong with it. And this could be the next couple that we bring up as established couples. Could be that thing. But it's it's got a long road to go to get to that and not just be a throwaway character that they put in so that John has a relationship. Exactly. So. So, Yeah. I think this was a very good conversation. I hope you guys. I want to put one last caveat. Okay. Because Chad has been naming off other relationships they consider important. There are probably more than we missed. I'm just saying right now.
1: <laughs> there probably most is... of the ones they named were X Men, but they don't count because they're all banging now. <laughs> Plus, there's also very much a prevalent relationship versus a prevalent relationship between two characters that are their own,
0: right? And that was the point player. I'm making Lois Lane and Mary Jane have been own comics, own characters, they've gotten their own thing. They are out there as their own characters.
1: Cause so. like, uh, there's one that I br- I think of because of Superman and the Authority is currently a comic, the Midnighter and uh, I can't remember his boyfriend or husband, um, but basically, he's always been gay. They've always had that relationship, yeah. but they're always the unit. Yeah. And so that's it's not as they aren't separate, separate characters. Exactly. They're just that's that's a part of the Midnighter character. Yes. I think Apollo. Apollo, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Which, for the record, I really enjoyed that comic. The Superman and the Authority. I, I enjoyed Midnighter and Apollo in that. But anyway, that's beside the point. You see, Chet's still naming them off. Aquaman and Mera, Hawkman
0: and Hawkgirl. Actually,
1: Aquaman and Mera, I will give them that because they have started establishing Mera as... Mera for the longest time was just she was female Aquaman. <laughs> I mean, she was, but she also she got started getting established at least five years ago because and you can do
0: it it's very easy to do anyway it's very easy to establish a a proper relationship But but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of comics experiment uh we'll be back with probably a goofier topic next week most likely something involving how they ruined red hood uh that's actually our topic for next week so write that down somewhere so when i ask you what the topic was you go this is the topic because otherwise what will happen is next Wednesday I'll hit up Dan and go, what was that topic I hit you up with? And he'll go, I don't know. And we'll go, you want her to do the Batman thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I texted it to myself. Cool. Anyway guys, thank you for
0: joining this uh, this episode of Comics Experiment. Our sponsors of the day are Mint Mobile, where you
1: can uh Go to mintmobile.com/experiment. Cut your wireless or your cell phone bill down to $15 a month. It's actually a great service. I have it on uh, one of my phones. Also, Honey, go to joinhoney.com/experiment. Get Honey for free. Save money when you shop online. G Fuel, use code COMICS at checkout. Save 10% off your order. They've got Venom and Carnage drinks right now, as well as our other channel. Manga Storian has officially relaunched about a month ago. I haven't been
0: mentioning it very much because we were supposed to launch it after New York Comic Con, but Kevin got impatient and started uploading. So the channel now has Attack on Titan. Berserk is up there. Um, I think he's throwing up a a couple reviews of some of the more recent manga chapters. Uh, I'm working on the new series, Solo Leveling, the Genshin Impact comic book, and we're working on Chainsaw Man right now. All of that should be rolling out by the end of the month. The new stuff. Solo leveling's already started up, but check out Manga Story, and we do have a lot of information on manga because we like manga.
1: (laughs) We do. Thanks for watching. Should I
0: start adding S's? We like mangas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next time.